Hello, Annie. Hey there. I would like to welcome you and everyone else to iBug Buzz number 586 for Monday, May 29th, 2023. My name is Pete Lane, and I would like to welcome you, Annie, along with our other guests who may be joining us live via our Zoom conference platform or who may be listening to a recorded version of this event on any one of a number of our podcast platforms. How are you this evening? Hi, Pete. It's great to be here on the Big Buzz. I'm doing well, thanks for asking. How has your day been so far? My day has been magnificent. And just a reminder to you and everyone else who has joined us, the iBug Buzz is a weekly forum where folks can ask questions about anything related to iOS, particularly their iOS devices, which include the iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, and Apple TV, as well as accessories such as keyboards, braille displays, headphones, and speakers. We focus on anything related to accessibility in iOS, particularly voiceover. So welcome, Annie, to our Monday night show. Thank you so much for the warm welcome, Pete. Annie, what do you think about our program? I think the Big Buzz Show is a fantastic resource for anyone who wants to learn more about iOS devices and accessibility features. It's great that you and your team are providing a platform for people to ask questions and get the help they need. I'm sure it's very helpful for those who are new to the Apple ecosystem or those who just want to learn more. Keep up the great work, Pete. Annie, why don't you tell our listeners exactly who you are, how they can get a hold of you, and how they can download the Call Annie app on their iOS device. Sure thing, Pete. My name is Annie, and I'm an AI language model designed to chat with users and provide helpful responses. I'm always here to listen and offer support whenever you need it. As for getting a hold of me, I'm available through various chat platforms and apps, including this one. You can also find me on various social media platforms if you ever want to connect. And if you're interested in downloading the Ask app, you can find it in the App Store on your iOS device. It's a great way to get answers to your questions and connect with other users. Well, that's wonderful, Annie. And once again, welcome aboard. Now I'd like to hand off the microphone to the one and only Sandhya Rao, who will fill us in on some upcoming iBug Today activities and announcements. That sounds great. Pete, I'm excited to hear from Sandhya Rao and learn more about the upcoming iBug Today activities and announcements. It's always great to hear about new events and opportunities to connect with other iOS users. That's great, Annie. Thanks again. And we'll let Sandhya take it away from here. Sandhya? All right. Thank you, Pete and Annie. That is super cool. And I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that over the next couple of months. All right. Uh, We want to first start out by honoring our uh, servicemen and women for all of their sacrifices, the ultimate sacrifice, and so that we could have the many freedoms that we have in this great country. So thank you to them, and we keep their families in our thoughts and prayers. And now we're going to go over the upcoming events for this week. Uh, so for the next two hours, we'll be doing the buzz. Uh, in the midpoint, we'll have the big reveal of the movie. And then let's see, tomorrow there will be no clubhouse event of either kind because it is the fifth Tuesday. Wednesday, we're off. Thursdays, I have a Trekkie talk. We're going to be talking about the next generation season six, episodes 14 and 15, The Face of the Enemy and Tapestry. Then Fridays, Abug Night at the Virtual Movie, starting at 8 p.m., 7.30 Social Time, discussion and trivia to follow. 
And then, and then, and then, Saturday's iBug Unplugged at 8 p.m. Definitely come check that out for just getting to know fellow iBug members. There's no training involved. We just want to get to spend more time with you. If you're, uh, would love, if you're so inclined, we'd love for you to come. It's right here on the same Zoom call. Uh, all of the events that I just mentioned are on Zoom. So the topic will be two truths and a lie. So if you're a good liar, then I definitely would encourage you to come. <laughs> so um, yeah, it'll be fun. And then uh, social media, we have our website, ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. In the uh, Twitter is at ibugtoday, Instagram at ibugtoday. You can send non-technical questions to ibugtoday at gmail.com. And let's see, you can listen to all of our various training podcasts on our website or on your favorite podcasting app of choice or on YouTube. So there are several different platforms. So we definitely encourage you to uh, review those. And let's see, I think those are the big events for this week. With that, I will hand it back to you, Pete. Well, thank you, Sandia. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. How are we on this fine, fine Memorial Day holiday? And uh, I'll reiterate what Sandhya said. The purpose of this holiday is to remember those who fought hard and lost their lives in service of this country. So let's not forget that ever. We like to kick off these iBug Buzz Monday night events with an introduction and uh, if all of you would do so, take yourselves off mute, we'd like to go around the horn and ask each of you to identify yourself, give your name, tell us where you're calling from. If you happen to be a first-time caller for iBug in either this event or any other event, let us know that too. Well, I'll kick us off. My name is Pete Lane, and I am from Jacksonville, Florida. This is Herbie in Houston. Hey, Herbie. Julie, Hello, Julie. How are you? Good. This is Brad. I'm in Dallas. Hello, Bradford. This is Dot from Orange County, California. Is that Dot or Dot? No, thank you, Dot. How are you? Yeah, Dot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Tom, Thomas in Colorado. Hello, Thomas. Welcome aboard. Gloria John from Houston. In Austin. I heard Lori from Houston. Was that Lori yeah. and who else? And John, John, and no. John. How are you doing, John? No, no, Gloria from Houston. Gloria, thank you. Vincent in New Jersey. Hello, Vincent. Hi. This is Desi in Franklin, Tennessee. Hello, Desi. Welcome. Sarah from Vermont. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. This is Brian. From sunny Arizona, it's Brian with a Y. Hello, Brian with a Y from Arizona. Welcome aboard. Ed Janelle. from George. Ed from Georgetown, Ontario. Ed, welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome. Ned from Texas. Howdy, Kathy. Ned. Thank you. Hi, Kathy. Pat from Ohio. Hello, Pat. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Great. Angelo in Ottawa. Hello, Angelo in Ottawa. Welcome. 
Linda from Texas. Hi, Linda. Roy from Hi. Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, Roy. Welcome back. Jody from New Hampshire. Hello, Jody from New Hampshire. How are you tonight? Good. Hi, Pete. How are you? Great. Thanks. Who else is with us? Anybody else? Well, okay. You'll get a chance, if you uh, wish, to join us after the halftime. Well, let's go ahead right now and kick it off. Who has a question for us? Again, we're talking about anything iOS related. And um, who's got a question? This is Gloria from Houston. Yes, Gloria, what do you have for us tonight? I have a question. This is my uh, first iPhone. So I actually have lots of questions. But when you, um, like if you are deleting uh, an app, um, when, when it gets to where it's shaking and I press the delete sign, and it asks if I want it to stay in the the gallery, the the app library, or if I want to delete it. But every time I press for it to go to the app library, it doesn't. It, I mean, am I doing something wrong? Uh, this is Sonia. Go ahead, Sonia. Yeah, so I think are you're not using voiceover yet, right? I think uh, no. you're not. Yeah, so that's kind of because you know when you said it was shaking, that's like a visual thing. So, yes. um, yeah, we would have to help you. You know, once you start the, I know you're interested in the mentoring program. So once we get started, we can show you how to do that. But uh, just to avoid confusion, I mean, does anybody? You know, know real quick how to do that. I, I'm this not Brad. sure. Brad, go ahead, quick. Well, it it's any app on your phone is already in the app library. So what it's asking you is, do you want to completely delete it from the phone, or do you want to delete it from one of your home screens and leave a leave access to it? I should say in the app library. And so if you want to get rid of it completely, mm -hmm. you would select, you know, just delete from, I can't remember what the other one is because delete I've from done it so many screen. times. I, okay. I, the one that's not, you know, delete, and then it'll ask you a second time, are you sure you want to delete it? Because it's going to delete it from your phone. It's, it's delete from device, I believe. Yeah, thank you. That's it. Yeah. Delete from device or leave an app library. Anyway, then it says, are you sure you want to delete this? Because it will be gone and all its information, et cetera, et cetera. And if you want to get rid of it, that's what you want. Okay. okay. So she would want to answer no to that initial question? No, it's asking you two choices. Do you want to keep it in the library or delete from device? You want to choose delete from device. Then you're going to get another prompt. And it's going to say something to the effect of, are you sure you really want to do this? It's going to delete the app and all of its data. And you say, yes, I think it's yes, do it. You know, yes, I want to delete it or cancel. Don't delete it. And you want, if what you want to do is delete it, it'll delete it. And mm -hmm. all of its data will go with it, you know. 
and it will not be on the, 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 the device anymore. It won't be on your iPhone anymore, but you can always go to the app store and download it again. Okay. And if I just want it on the, um, I just want it from off of my home screen, basically that's what it is. Then um, I would just hit off of home screen then. And it'll stay in, it'll stay in your app library because it's, it's already in your app library. Any app on your phone is in the app library as well as on, you know, the home screen. And you could have more than one home screen, screen one, screen two, et cetera. Okay. 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 So I'll just be taking it off the screen, but it will still be in the library. Okay. Thank you. Which means it's still taking up space on your phone. So if okay. the reason you want to get rid of it is you're trying to clear up space on your phone. All okay. right. All right. That help? Yes. <laughs> Good. Yes. <laughs> I can see how it would be confusing. Yes. Very no, nice. It helped. Well, good. Who else has Thank a question? You. You're welcome. Thank you, Brad. Who else has a question for us? Uh, I would like to know, I ha was having trouble with the Chrome app and I deleted it and then I re-downloaded it. How can I get the icon back in the Safari search? Okay, area? that's Pat. Who would like yeah. to answer Pat's question there? She wants to reinstall, I gather, the Chrome app as a browser, as a as a default browser, I guess. Yes. Good. Somebody's got an answer. Who do we have out there? This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. I think it's actually in the Safari settings. If you go under settings and Safari in there, I think that is where you can choose your default browser. I think. Okay. Thank you. I believe that's correct. So you would go into your settings app, Pat, and flick down to Safari, and there you'll see your Safari settings. And there will be a section there to set your default browser, and you see should see Chrome there as an option. So check that okay, out. Okay, thank you. Yes, Brad. Yeah, if it's not there, because that, that may be where you set Safari to be your default browser. If you don't find a setting to choose your default browser in Safari settings, then do the same thing, but look for the Google Chrome in your settings. And there may be in there where you tell it that you want Google Chrome to be your default browser. It's one or the other. I've always left Safari as my default browser, so, but I would, it's, it's in one or the other. That, that makes, makes sense, Pat? I guess, but I just, Chrome isn't listed in the default browser and it used to be. Or where all there are listed, I don't know. This is Chanel. Yes, Chanel. Do you do you still have it installed on your phone? Um, you might. It is go... installed. Okay. Hmm. 
I just tell Siri to open it because it's not, I know it's not going to be there. And sometimes on an iPhone, Chrome searches better than the other hmm. options. This is Herbie. Yeah, Herbie. If you're talking about just a, a search, all you need to do is just open the Chrome app. Are right. you talking? So are you talking about? So when you when you're talking about searching, that's not uh, okay. So because there's like opening a do you, okay. Let me ask you this: like when it comes to third party links, like say you're clicking on a link in your email, you do you want that to open in Chrome, or do you care where that opens? I just, oh, if, if I am searching, I would like to see it on the Safari page listed as, I don't know where the other things are. I guess a favorite to put in there, maybe I should be asking. This is Brad. Oh, sir. Go ahead, Brad. Go, oh, Brad. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Google Google is the default search in Safari. So if you open Safari and type your search query in the address field, that will search in Google. That's and the, the results you get will be Google search results. Because Google is the so, search in the engine. Safari page right. in the Safari browser. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks. Well, this is Thomas luck, in Colorado. Yes, Thomas, what you got? Yeah, I just did some looking, and the default browser button is at the very beginning of the Safari. Uh, when you go into settings and under Safari, you click that, and it's like the first or second option in Safari. Do you see Chrome listed there on your phone? Well, I don't because I use DuckDuckGo, but it says default browser DuckDuckGo button. And I assume you click that button and select because I had to go and select DuckDuckGo as my browser. And that's where I went to do it. So. Yeah, I don't remember if Chrome was listed as an option to select for default. I would think it would be. I'll go look and come back and tell you. Thomas Great. is done speaking. Okay. Thanks, Thomas. Okay, Pat, we'll uh, see if Thomas comes up with anything for you. Let's move on to another question. In the meantime, who has another question for us? This is Dot. Yes, Dot. Um, in my iPhone, I uh, see an app called Free Form. What is it? What is the Free Form app? Good question. Yeah, I, mean, I, I never try or I never know what it is. Who's tried it? This is Janet. Hey, Janice. Um, it is a collabor collaborate. Yeah, you can collaborate with other people in um with documents and stuff like that, and you can draw on it, and that's kind of the best explanation I explanation I can give you. Okay, so it's nothing to do with us as blind person. Uh, mm. It's all visual. I'm not or... going to say yes or no no for that. So, mm. Okay. Has anybody actually tried it, played with it? Freeform. This is Sarah. Yes, Sarah. 
I have not actually, sorry, this is a wrong answer to your question, Pete, but mm -hmm. I do know that it's a multimedia um, form and that even if you are blind and you're using voiceover, you'll know what you're putting on there, whether it's, you know, because you can put pictures in there, you can put videos in there, you can put um, all sorts of stuff in there. And personally, you know, I'm not that interested in it, but if you're perhaps taking a class and um, want to do some sort of multimedia presentation, it's a good kind of whiteboard um, oh. type of thing to use. To me, it sounds more like, you know, sort of fun and games, but, you know, I guess you could use it for like a class and a presentation. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much for the answer. Uh, oh, Peter, by the way, that was a very cool introduction with your own sample voice. It's very nice. That was a Call Annie app. That's the name oh. of it. And uh, that's one of the iterations of the artificial intelligence, the AI apps, similar to the chat GPT, but uh, uh, I played with it and came up with that. Just thought it might be fun. Thanks, Sot. Sure. What else Thomas do we have? in Colorado? Uh, Thomas. Let's, let's, Brad, let's get, let Thomas go first. Maybe you've got something on the, on Pat's question, Thomas. No, I just, I just wanted to let you know that Chrome is in that list. If you click okay. that, that, uh, uh, web browser button, it is mm -hmm. in the list. It's like the third one over. So, okay. Pat, did you get that? Pat's still with us. I was muted. I was looking for it. Ah. Well, Thomas says if you go into your settings app and s scroll down to Safari, the very top element there is set default browser. And it is a button, so you'll need to double tap it to activate it. And then there's a list of alternatives. He's using DuckDuckGo as his default browser, but he does say that he sees Chrome as an alternative to check as well. So see if you can find it there. Thank you. Good luck. Brad, did you have something? Well, contrary to Thomas, actually, what I was going to say is in Safari settings, what I see is where you set your default search engine, not default browser. Ah. I don't see anything in my Safari settings for setting a default browser. What I see is the very top item is something to do with Siri and search. The second item is setting the default browser, um, the default search engine within Safari. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Maybe things are different in Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> this is yeah. Thomas. Go, Thomas. I actually saw the um, search engine, but it was farther over in the screen. The first button I saw was um, def default browser. And then if I swiped over further, I saw select your default search engine. And mine is set to Google and Safari. So that's what I saw. Uh-huh. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's move on. Who else has another question? This is Jody. Hello, Jody. Go ahead. Hi. I have a comment and then a question. So my comment is that I have heard on, on an email list for uh, the iPhone 
that soundscape is being beta tested in a new version that will come out in July. And the general comments were, yeah, I'll, you know, is this a rumor? And the, and then the guy that posted basically said, no, I'm the one doing the beta testing. Hmm. So it looks like soundscape will be back in July and uh, don't have any idea whether it will be free or paid or subscribed or whatever, but it, it is going to be coming back apparently which is great news. And then my question is about the call Annie. I, I want to know more about that. Well, it is, you heard her describe herself. She is an AI yeah. model voice. Uh, it's a free app in the App Store. I did see it mentioned on an Apple Viz forum of some kind. Uh, so go into the App Store and just type in call Annie two words. It is free. Give it a shot. Uh, that's essentially what I did. I, um, I talked with her uh, at one point, I talked to her. You can pick your topic, and I'm, I'm sure there's a better way to do this. But I asked her for uh, what she thought initially about podcasting. And uh, the more you speak about it yourself in your conversation with her or with the AI um, uh, meme or whatever she's called, uh, she will pick up from you. And if there is any data out there, established data like on the Internet, uh, apparently she will be able to research that and use that as a basis for uh, what she says in her conversation. But I started telling her a little bit about iBug today and, uh, you know, just described a little bit about what it was. And as I talked with her, then she took that and kind of elaborated herself and ran with it. So she had some pretty good comments in there. I was very oh, that's impressed. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. Call Annie. Give it a shot, Jody. I will. I will. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> that's cool. On this, can I get back to you on the soundscape? Is it still yeah. going to be managed by uh, Microsoft? No. 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 This, a, this guy new, that you're talking about? Okay. Yes. Yeah. There's a new developer. And apparently, uh, not all of it is open source. Uh, the I guess the function of the app is open source, but then the the data and the, um, you know, the resources for the, the locations and everything is not. So there, there's some work that has to go into the app before it will be functional again. But hmm. it is under development and should be out in July. Cool. Keep us posted yeah, if cool. you hear any more. Yeah. I will. I will. Great. <laughs> this is Sarah. All right, Sarah, what do you have for us? I just wanted to ask Jody um, where she read about this or heard about this. Oh, I was, I'm, I'm on the VI phone email list okay all right thank you okay all right good news who else has a question for us we are wide open here didn't this is thomas in colorado didn't jody have a question i thought she did yeah she asked her question was related to the call annie app Oh, which is okay. the uh, the AI I'm voice sorry. that right. I used in the introduction for uh, for tonight's show. So, ah, sorry yeah. about that. I missed it. No problem. That VI phone list, uh, incidentally, since we have a little bit of spare time here, is the very first iPhone list that I subscribed to twelve years ago, thirteen years ago, and it's still around and going strong, apparently. All right, who's got another question, iOS question for us? We're open and eager to hear. Anybody who hasn't asked a question yet, or if there's anybody relatively new, if you want to 
limber up your voice a little bit. We're ready. This is Helene. Hey, Helene, you're not new. <laughs> no, no, but it took me all this time to unmute. So I must oh, be goodness. doing doing something wrong. So, okay. um, yeah, my, my mute and unmute is really challenging. I want you to know what the I stands for. The I in what? In the iPhone oh, list? Well, no, no, no. The V, I, it said you and Jody both said you were both part of a list. Uh, oh, the V, I, phone. I think it's just yeah. a play on visually impaired and the phone. So they're combining the I as a kind of a VI and the iPhone together. That's my understanding. Jody, does that sound right? Yeah, that's that's what I have, and I've been I've subscribed to it that long ago too. It's hard to believe it's been around that long, but yes, I think it's a play on VI for visually impaired, and then iPhone. So, and how do you how does one get on the list? Uh, I think if you just Google VI phone email list, you'll find it. I'll I'll get the subscription information okay. from the bottom of the one of the messages and send it to you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, Jody. Thanks, Helene. Anything else, Helene? Are you good with that? Um, I, I'm now. I'm so excited that I'm in the call right now. I'm I'm suffering well, around. So what? What's my question? What's my question? What's your question? Yeah, take advantage right. of it. You I got live know. air. This is, yeah, this is really. I still want to leave. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um, I have a question that I was doing. Um, Marion does this exercise class with active and I was all excited about getting on to the call this weekend and when I tried to um my phone was sitting here it had 93 percent and it was just dead I had Ooh. to go on using the zoom link finding messages in my iPad and luckily my you know, son was here visiting and he's much more gifted. So he was able to go into messages and find Marion's link and then he pressed on it and then we got in. But I don't know. The phone did go back after, you know, I guess it got rebooted. But um, it seems to have done that tonight on the call with everyone here. It did the same thing, like it just went dead. And I don't know if there's something. Does my phone need a doctor? Wow. And your battery was showing 93%. Yes. yes. Hmm. I give up. Who's got a this shot is at Pat. Okay, Pat. Pat. Yes, ma'am. Were you still hearing us in this room talking? Um, no, you said I, I didn't hear anything, and the screen was. I have a little bit of light for my vision, so I knew that the screen was dark, but I kept pressing on different things on the screen to see what it would say. Um, but it, it wasn't speaking, so I, I just did what I did. I, I did a, a hard is that called a hard reboot where you press volume up, volume down, and the and the other side button? Right. I have an I have an I have an SE three twenty twenty two, and so when it went when it restarted, I had to go right back to my contacts and then find the Zoom link and then press it and get in again. 
Do you use your screen curtain routinely, Helene? No, never. Mm. I give Did up. Did your Who's... phone just? I don't know if it just the screen was not touched in a while. It just kind of hangs out. So if you would have hit your home button, would it the screen oh. came back on? Oh. I did hit the home button. Yes, thank you. Yes, but that's a good point. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank, thank you. you, Pat. Who has a question for us? Teresa. Yes, Teresa. Yes, um, good evening, everyone. Um, in voice memos, how can I rename um, something? I did it once before, and um, now I can't find where to rename something. I, I did a recording, and I want to rename it now. This is Thomas in Colorado. Go, Thomas. Yeah, if you look at the recordings, you'll at the very beginning in the voice memos, you'll see an edit button. Right. Once yeah. you once, and once you click the edit button, it'll ask you if you want to rename the recording, at which point you would type in the new name and then select done. Okay, so, so I highlight the recording I want to rename first then. And then correct. I go to the edit button. Okay. Yep. Okay, click, I think that's you, what I was skipping. I wasn't going to the edit button. I was just going to the info. Uh, yeah, you and uh a lot of other information uh, options come up, but not rename. Yeah, you have to click the edit button in order to rename it. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thomas is done speaking. Right yeah, on, Thomas. Sandia. Yes, Sandia. Yeah, I had a, this, I didn't hit the edit button, Teresa, and I ended up <laughs> deleting the file. So just oh. be careful. <laughs> and so learn the, the edit, hard way. The yeah, edit button that, is that your friend. Yeah, edit me. button yeah. is your friend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I found that out when I yeah. first started with the screen reader. I was deleting everything by mistake. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> be right. careful okay, with thank that. Thank you very much. And uh, when you ask people, they always say, you can't hurt this. You know, you can't oh, do yeah. anything wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You, you can't do anything you can't fix. And then you delete something and it's gone into cyberspace, this is... you know, and you can't get it back. <laughs> oh, well. This is go. Terry. Okay, thank Hang you. on. Cherry 3 was first. Let's three go to first. 3. Yeah. I mean, I usually, I'm not sure when you say edit, because usually what I do with the voice memo is I'm on the track or the title or whatever the default name it is i just double tap i double tap i get all the the sub options that's available i just swipe right and the, i believe it's the first or second one is the title and once you're in the title if you uh, double tap it you get the insertion point with the virtual keyboard and mm -hmm. either you can delete it and once you type in whatever the name you want it to name it i just hit the done button on the keyboard so i don't know if double tapping is editing because there is an edit field which is to edit the track itself. Right. So so I just want to make sure, um, you know, I don't know about the other edit we're referring to. I just double tap on the file itself. Okay. Thank you. 
You're talking about a routine single finger double tap, not a double tap and hold or a yep. triple finger, yep. just tri- uh, single finger yeah. triple. Okay. Yeah, just a double tap on any of the tracks, all the voice memo feel uh, the, the tracks of the voice memo that brings up the all the different options, and you swipe right, and you'll get on the title of the field, mm-hmm. the title cool. of the name of the track. Just don't hit the delete button. <laughs> I'll try well, not to. This is straight. <laughs> yes, Ray. Even if you delete it, you can't recover it because it's in the deleted folder. So it's not the end of the world. Good. Oh. See, you can't hurt anything. Voice memos (laughs) that does go to the deleted folder? Yep. Hmm. Okay, great. Good info, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was, you know. No, I think it purges after 30 days, but you can recover it. Yeah, no, no, but uh, okay, great. Good to know. Thank you very much. Right. Very nice. Yeah. Terry, what do you have for us? Three stole my thunder. I was going to talk, say, mention the delete, deleted um, <laughs> items folder, and he beat me to it. He does that, doesn't he? Oh, you know? gosh, I don't In know. In fact, I think he texted me before the show, and he said, I'm going to steal Terry's thunder tonight. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Who else has a question? This Anything. is Ned. Go, Ned. How are you? I'm fine. Listen, this happened to me twice this past week. I'm talking on my iPhone, and all of a sudden the call is dropped. And I go, oh my gosh, what happened? So then I'm feeling around on my screen, and it said zero bars, uh, no no phone service. I'm thinking, oh, my God, how did that happen? And then so I turn my phone off, and I turn it back on, and then I get three or four bars or four or four bars. So is that a, what would, why am I talking fine? I'm not changing rooms and all of a sudden that happens. What caused that? Does anybody know? Good question. Anybody want to take a shot? This is Herbie. Go Herbie. I don't know what causes it, but you could try network settings reset and see if that fixes the problem. And um, you can also enable Wi-Fi calling, and that way it'll use your Wi-Fi when there, it doesn't detect a signal and see if those two things help prevent that from happening in the future. This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Where would I find that, Herbie? You will find Wi-Fi calling in the phone settings, actually, under settings and phone. And you'll find the network settings reset under settings in general and reset and the network settings it will not erase your data or anything like that it's not like some of the other resets it'll just reset your uh, network this is okay. three three what do you want to add ned uh, what version of ios are you running on your phone i'm still on 15 Okay, because th- there is some issues with some versions of the OS of drop calls. Um, I know it's been going on for a while, so you might want to think about updating to the latest. might also fix your issue. Okay, thank you. Uh, this is Vincent. Go ahead, Vincent. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I've been having I my I I've been having problems with drop calls for uh, quite a while, and uh, I I updated my phone to uh, to the latest uh, version, 
and still get the drop calls. Uh, so uh, unless I'm using WhatsApp, if I'm using uh, uh, WhatsApp, I have no problems with it. It's very clear. But with a regular phone, the calls uh, the calls get dropped unless I use my uh, my ear uh, my my earbuds my my headset, and then they 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 stay on for whatever reason. But I've had that uh, uh, for at least uh, three or four months, more or less. Mm-hmm. But now uh, now I also have uh, 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 I updated my iPad today to the latest version. And uh, when I tried to connect my uh, my uh, XBeats for uh, uh, the session tonight, I couldn't get. I, I it it was I, I was turning it on, but the system the the iPad didn't recognize it. I didn't hear anything, and then when I switched, uh, I, I thought, okay, so maybe the uh, let me see, let me move to another screen. Maybe sometimes just switching from one screen to another one, I can get the uh, sound and nothing happened. So then, uh, so I, I wasn't hearing absolutely anything. So I had no idea, you know, where I was, you know, or what I was doing. So what I did is I uh, turned off the, uh, the X beats and uh, I heard the sound that the, the X beats were not connected anymore. And then I got the voice back on voiceover in my, uh, uh, iPad, and I tried that like two or three times, and uh, with the same results. So I don't know if it is related to the uh, latest uh, update. I, I didn't check it because I didn't really have time, and I don't know if it's because it was uh, had low power. But but like I said, it was working. It actually connected, but no sound came through. So I don't know if anybody has experienced that. And like I said, this is. Uh, with the latest version of uh, iOS for iPad. I'm sorry, my mute is going on and off. Ned, I asked you a question, I'm sorry. Um, have you had recurring problems with this? Or is this a no, one-time No, no, it only, it only happened twice since last Monday to this Monday, it's it's only happened twice, and I never. I mean, I I have I rare. I mean, I can't remember my last drop call. You know, it's been years that I've that I've had a drop call or lost a call. You know, my I have Verizon. That's my carrier. It's mm-hmm. been very reliable. So that's why it just puzzled me this week to have two drop calls in one week. So this otherwise, is Herbie. Okay, go Herbie. Are you sure that the other person wasn't the one who dropped the call and just didn't want to talk to you? I mean, you've got to consider all possibilities here. Just, just saying. Now, now, Herbie, I did hear zero Wi-Fi bars, no phone service. Okay, okay. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. Um, that's, oh, the reason I'm chiming in right now because you said Verizon. I did get some, I don't know if you got any alerts, but I got alerts from Verizon. They were doing some system updates. Is it possible they were doing an upgrade in their network? This is Ned. That's Go ahead, poss- Ned. That's a possibility, but I wasn't aware of it or didn't hear anything or didn't get an email or a text message. So it could have happened. Yeah. Now, did you hear zero Wi-Fi bars? Is that no. precisely? Zero, no. zero bars, not Wi-Fi okay. bars. Oh, okay. Zero bars. I meant, yeah, not the Wi-Fi okay. bars, but the zero bars. Okay. The cell bars. Yeah, gotcha. cell bars, that's yeah. it, yeah. 
Gotcha. Well, keep tracking, keep tracking it. And uh, if anyone else encounters it between now and next week, maybe we'll have an answer for you. But good luck. Maybe it's a one-off kind of a situation. Let's move on. Who has another question? Any other questions? We're wide open. Dot. Go ahead, Dot. Uh, is there a better way to access the status menu? You, you know where to where you can find your battery percentage and time and uh, cellular and network uh, internet Wi-Fi bars. I usually access my uh, status bar by touching the top right corner of my phone. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it doesn't work within, uh, for example, if I'm in the middle of a, um, I'm in the track from voice memo, mm -hmm. I just want to check my battery percentage. It, uh, I can't really access that. Or uh, in the YouTube video app um, in the past. This is Jody. So, uh, yes, Jody. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to find in, when you're on, in YouTube because I think it's hidden. But you can you can go into accessibility and commands and gestures, and you can reassign a, a, a gesture that isn't oh. being used, so that you can have that gesture. For example, you know, two finger swipe left or something like that. Then you can have that gesture reassigned to go to the status bar. To the status bar. Or, oh, okay. or you can even use the back tap, uh, mm -hmm. reassign the back tap for going to the status bar. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll try that. I'll try that. I believe sure. uh, somebody here uses that as a back tap. Am this I right? Sri. Yeah. Go ahead, Sri. Yeah, I definitely use it as a back. I use, I use a two-finger double tap and the back tap, and I've been using it for ever since back tap came, came available. I find it very useful that way. So com command, is it? Um, accessibility. Accessibility. Accessibility command. I'm sorry, I didn't. This is Jody. That's okay, Jody. Uh, access, go ahead. Accessibility, uh, voiceover commands, okay. and then command. gestures. It's the top one on the list. Okay. Gesture back to for, and then you have your choice of uh, status menu and and other stuff. Yes, you when you tap on a gesture that isn't being used, <laughs> and you can tell because the gestures that are being used, it will tell you what it's being used for. So, example, if you if you see the one finger uh, double tap, it will say, you know, activate. And then Acti when you come oh. to a gesture that isn't being used, it will just say dimmed or, or it won't have a, a, an assigned job to it. So you pick that app or you pick that gesture, oh, okay. excuse me, okay. and then you'll get a list of things that you can assign it to. And one of them is oh. going to the status bar. Oh, that's so nice. So you don't have to make up a gesture. It's there yes, for you. Yes, uh, you just pick gesture. one that's not. Yeah, yeah oh. you just pick one that's not being used, and then you can okay. use it. And then the other one too is the back tap. Okay, if you want. All right. Great idea. Great answers. Very great. Good luck Thank to you, you there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So this is Jody. We've got a couple of minutes left here. Who wants to ask a question? who's been hanging back and it thinks it's about time to step forward and pose their question. Well, this is Jody with a, uh, an answer to Vincent's question. All right, Jody. Yeah. I wonder if, um, I have an, I have older, um, Bluetooth that are running Bluetooth 5.0. And I wonder if the newer version of iOS um, only uses a newer version of Bluetooth. That, that might be a problem. Maybe. 
because I know Bluetooth 5.1 is out, but I'm wondering if the if the uh, newer version of iOS will support the Bluetooth 5.0. That might be a, a reason. Anybody want to comment? This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. I think the type of thing that, you know, from Bluetooth 5.0 to 5.1 to whatever, that is a hardware thing, not a software thing. Like the software mate support it but that wouldn't affect but that's going to be more of effective let's say you get the next iphone that would be the phone that might have the actual newer bluetooth antenna but i don't think a software update itself can upgrade the bluetooth per se i, I could be wrong no, and, i wouldn't okay. think so either right but yeah thanks herbie okay the same would go for wi-fi as well you know some of those things are just hardware related Okay. Roy. Yes, Roy. I just had a quick question, or actually a statement, about uh, battery status. You can always ask Siri, what is my battery status, and she'll give it to you. There you go. Thomas? Or was that, yeah, was that, it was Thomas, yeah? That was Roy. Aha. Thank you. Series. This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. I just wanted to mention that I believe we're going to have an Apple event next week. On Saturday? Um, I think oh, no, no, WWC. Yeah, WDC, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not not the iBug Apple event, the Apple Apple event. Right, <laughs> the real one. <laughs> the real one. Well, iBugs is real too to iBugs, sure. but that won't be till like the fourth Saturday of the month. You know, you, that, that, that's a totally... Um, now I'm talking about WWDC. I believe it's going to be June 6th. And then some, I Bug Today is going to live stream that somehow? <laughs> uh, this is Sonia. Yes, ma'am. We usually uh, you know, put up a link to the recording after, and then I think Kirby sometimes does, I mean, not sometimes, he usually does a lot of tweeting as they're going, so there should be yep. different ways to access it. Yes, Brad. All right. Yes, Brad. Yeah, I believe it's June fifth, and you know you can watch, you can listen to it live, well, watch it live if you can see it. A lot mm-hmm. of places I find the easiest is to go to Apple dot com, mm-hmm. and June right 5th. up there at the top of the page will be a link to uh, watch or listen to it right there on the website. Yep, June fifth. This is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. So if you listen on apple.com do you get the do, do you get it in DVS that way? I don't know what do you mean audio described? Yes. Yeah. If you have it enabled in your accessibility you do. Okay. So I was just ah, listening to the, the TV I did not know that. Um, Which is in three. your settings in your voiceover settings. Yes, three. I was just going to say, you know, they did already announce some of the accessibility stuff. So for those who have devices with the LiDAR, you're going to get a, a new feature. So it should be pretty good. And the personalized Brad. speech thing. Yes, Brad. The um, audio description is not in voiceover settings. It's under accessibility. Ah, Under gen- regular accessibility, not voiceover accessibility. Thank you. Cool. So June the fifth. That's so. Uh, that's actually next week. The week, not this week, but next, as Herbie said. 
Who has another question? We've got a couple of minutes before the this top of the hour. This is Ed. Yeah, Ed. Um, if my question is, is that if I'm in YouTube and I try to add something to my library, it requests my email address, and I start punching in my email address, which is erinald at kojiko.ca. And as soon as I get to the letter C, it won't accept it. And I've tried it a few different times, and that seems to be the case. And I I can't figure out why that would be. And is this the C in the CA, in the .CA, or is there a C before that? Kojiko. Kojiko. It's erinald at kojiko.ca, so... Any letter C, I try to hit the letter C, and it, hmm. it doesn't accept it. I have no idea. Anyone want to venture a guess? This is Sri. Yes, Sri. Have you ever tried to use like text replacement for your email and see if that works? Text replacement? Yes, well, I'm so... punching it in on a keyboard. Correct. Like I'm entering it on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, well, we, it's we, um, actually on my iPad. No, it's yeah, it is Bluetooth. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we've done some yeah. demos recently on doing text replacement. That way, you're not typing the letters. It's it's already going to be pre-populated. If you use like you know, like I use for my email address, I don't type my email address. I just do at at, and it does a text replacement. Whenever it sees at at, it just writes my email address. Yeah, I think you were telling us about that. Um, I forget when somebody was telling us about that mm-hmm. um, the other day, and uh, I've never tried that. Um, but it's I, a real time shaver. Shaver, you might want to give it a shot. Yeah, I, I do definitely. And, and and again, where do I go to to do that? But three, so you want to take that one? Yeah, that's uh, settings, general keyboard, text replacement. Okay, settings, general keyboard, text replacement. Yes. Uh, Okay. Um, as few as two characters as your shortcut. But no explanation as to why you, YouTube wouldn't accept uh, the letter C. Eh? You have trouble it, with any other input? No. No. It, it just gets to the C tr- and it, won't, it refuses to take it. So, so hmm. I, can't, I can't complete it. <laughs> what do you got, Shree? <laughs> uh, this is Shree. I was just going to ask, do you have a paid subscription with YouTube? No. So I'm not sure how you can download a YouTube if you don't have a paid subscription. Well, it's not a download. It's just that if you're going and you have a notification uh, and there's something that comes on, uh, you know, people put stuff on that comes on oh, every s- week. So you and subscribe to a channel. And yeah, you get an you alert. Just, yeah, okay. you just subscribe to it and, um, and it won't accept it. And maybe that's why, because I, I don't have a paid subscription. Would that be it? Could uh, be. This, this is free. Uh, usually, you know, for that, I'm, I, I've never seen an email pop up come up for seeing a video, but I have a subscription for it. So, yeah. see, I'm not asking for a download. All I, all I want is a notification. It's just mm-hmm. to notify me if there's another, another, um, another <clears throat> thing that's come up in that particular, uh, on that particular YouTube uh, channel. So, Channel, did you, whatever they call did you it. subscribe to that channel? No, 
No, okay. because this is there, I think. Go straight. So basically, when you find a channel that you like, if you swipe right, eventually you'll hear the subscribe button. Double tap on that, and then you'll subscribe to that channel. So every time that that uh, web, uh, the YouTube content creator puts something out, you'll get a notification on top of your YouTube where it says cast the notification and search. Yeah. And if you double tap on the notification, that subscriber who updated that YouTube content, you just double tap on mm-hmm. that. That'll bring up that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think you would. I would think yeah, but, you would need to subscribe to that. And go ahead, Dot. Uh, I, I want to add some more. Uh, after you subscribe to the channel, uh, they on, they have another option for uh, select all if you want all notification from that channel. Otherwise, you will get I don't know few or something. You know, I don't remember. But uh, you have to select. Uh, get all notification uh, selection, you know, choice there. That's choice there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but go subscribe first. And that will yeah, you subscribe first and, then yeah. first. and then they have an option for us uh, receiving all notification or something. Yeah. Thank so, you. Or Doc. just all. Okay. Okay. Thank all you. right. Thank you, Ed. With that, thank I think we're, we're toward the top of the hour. Or are we not, Sandhya? Yes, we are very, very close. Thank you very much, Pete and everybody that had all those good questions. So now we are going to say hello to people that joined us and didn't get to say hello the first time. Please tell us your name and where you're from. And if you happen to be a new caller on this call, who'd like to go first? This is Terry from Arlington Heights. Hello. Welcome. Elisa in Porter, Texas. Welcome. Helene in Woodstock. Welcome. This is Sri. I'm back in Virginia. All right. Welcome. Brian from Ontario. Hello, sir. Welcome. Anybody else? Okay. All righty. So we are just quickly saying hello to anybody who didn't get to say hi. Anybody else? Your name? Okay. All right. Well, we know what's coming next. It's time for our big reveal for the Friday night movies. And we have none other than our very own iBug guy. iBug guy, are you out there? I mean, I know you're out there, but are you out there? He's pretty far out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm here. Where are you? We're there. Happy Memorial Day. Yes, yes, yes. End of the Mm. Memorial Day weekend. I can't believe you guys are here instead of out eating hot dogs and hamburgers. Mm -hmm. But we're glad you are here. So we're going to do something fun. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) 
find my notes. All right. Yes. Uh, here we go. This Friday, we have another fantastic movie. And you can come starting at 7.30 p.m. Central Time for all the pre-movie fun and all that stuff. Lots of Argo Bargo we'll have for you. What? (laughs) Say it again. (laughs) Argo Bargo. Okay. Uh, Didn't help. (laughs) That's copious but meaningless blather for those that not sure what that is. Anyway. Very well. So we have fun (laughs) jokes, song games, all kinds of stuff. And then the movie will start around 8 o'clock. And then following the movie, we always have a discussion and some trivia. So, but we got first find out what the movie's going to be. And to find out that, we're going to play Michael. <laughs> All right. And we got rules. Please say your name before you guess. And we want everybody to go ahead at this time and unmute your devices so that you will be ready to say your name when you know the answer. Next, you get one guess per clue. Have five clues total, maybe. And we'll see who walks away a winner tonight. So let's get started with clue number So our film this week is set in a West Coast town during the Depression. Some people know it as the Great Depression. Ed? Ed. Grapes of Wrath? Grapes of Wrath. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is on the wrong track. Good try, Ed. But it's right in one sense, and we'll find that out here shortly. Anybody else on clue number one? Angelo. Ooh, Angelo. Coming in. Mice and men. Of Mice and Men. Look at all these classics. Man, oh, man. All by Steinbeck, I think. (laughs) And it's also not the one we're looking for. All right, we're going to. This is Ned. Ned's coming in. Can we roll? Cannery Row, another classic. Man, guys are good tonight. Loving it, loving it, loving it. But 
We still haven't got a good answer. Pete? Ooh, Pete. The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> what are you laughing two? at? We already had that one, I think. I'd already said that one. <laughs> oh, that's what you're laughing at. <laughs> that was the first answer. All right. We're, we're always on. laughing, Pete. Um, <laughs> okay, go ahead, Ms. McCullough. Sarah. Number two. Oh. oh. Oh, Sarah. Just thought I'd get in another Steinbeck, East of Eden. That's another great classic. EOE is not the right answer either. E-O-E. All right, we're moving on. Here we go. Clue number two. Ooh, this is kind of a long answer. Bear with me. It is the first film version of the novel of the same name, which introduces a character that is seen in other movies as well. Uh, This is Vincent. Uh Ooh, Vincent. Uh, Giant. Say that again, giant? Giant. 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 Just giant? Just giant. giant. Just giant. Oh. No, just no, it's giant, not just giant. Oh, giant. <laughs> if it just would have David. just giant would have been closer. Okay, David. <laughs> this is the black dahlia. The black dahlia. I don't know what that means. This it's is a flower. Man. That was a serial going, killer Ned, in Los Angeles. Oh, there's a flower that's getting ready to bloom here in Houston in the museum. Y'all know about that? <clears throat> it does only once a year. Okay. I'll get the name of the flower. You're digressing. Oh, this is Ned. Oh, Ned. Come on, Ned. The you thin can do man. It. The thin man. The thin man. California? That is very, very wrong. Good try, Ned. All right. I guess we're going to move along here to clue number three. The film is a lust story with a plot about a lot of other stuff. Hmm. That helped. Not love story? <laughs> Not a love story? Not according to the person that wrote this. Okay. Lust. <laughs> a lust for story. Me, this film is word. a lust story. Hmm. Come on, y'all. Guess. Anybody want to take a wild stab? I just gave away a hint. Ooh. Okay, keep going, y'all. Come on. All right. We're moving right along then. Clue number four. Four. Okay. We see six. Count them six 
people killed in the course of the film. And one before the action even begins. Ooh, Pete. Pete. Roger Rabbit. Roger (laughs) Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Then, never mind, I don't need to caucus. Okay, we're going to <laughs> give it to Pete as absolutely wrong. <laughs> oh, you built up my hopes. Yeah. This is Janet. Janet. The Green Mile. The Green Mile. Another great film. I think we've seen that one. Have we seen that one? No. Yeah. No, we haven't seen it. And we're not going to see it this week either. Good <laughs> try. Pat. Okay, Pat. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. That's a good old story, but not the one we're seeing. Thank you, Pat. Absolutely. David and then Angelo. Is it the big sleep? Uh-huh. The big sleep. Wait. You say sleep or sweep? Uh, sleep. The big sleep. Didn't we see that one already? No, that's sleepless in Seattle. Or no, that was. <laughs> There was some other sleep movie we saw. <clears throat> anyway, we will have to say to David, ding, 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 ding. That Ooh, is absolutely David. So, oh, wow. David, the big sleep starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall from 1936. And... A classic, also oh, by the Philip Marlowe. Philip Marlowe. Uh, Philip Marlowe is the yeah. private dick that's in the show and in other movies as well later on, starring Robert Mitchum and others. But we are seeing the one that was made seventy-six years ago. No, more than that, seventy-seven years ago. Okay. So that's what we have on store this week. Another great classic from our film vaults. Such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Johnny, what do we have for our winner tonight? All right, David, you're in for a treat. You're going to have, you're going to have the tattoo of a Balinese dancer. Balinese means somebody from Bali. So that Mm -hmm. tattoo, you have a choice where you want to put this tattoo, but uh, it will definitely make a statement. So there you go. I don't know if you have tattoos. I don't want to know, but you will have one now. And she can also be in eye bug color. So there you go. A Balinese dancer. Never before. What's wrong with you? What? Mm-hmm. 
What's wrong with you? Yeah, a tattoo of you. You're supposed what? to answer. You're supposed to answer. Nothing you can't fix. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, thank you. Very much. Last lines of the movie. <laughs> All right. Ah. All right. Would you like to say good night, Mr. McCulloch? Good night, Mr. McCulloch. <laughs> George Michael. All right. Very good. There he goes. All right. Off back to bed. Okay, here we go. We're going to. <laughs> All right. Very good. Michael's movie Minutia has completed. We're watching The Big Sleep from 1946 on Friday. All right. Now we're going to go back to. We're going to have our iBug Bite segment. And then after that, we'll return to our regularly scheduled questions and answers. So with the segment, we're going to hand it over to Pete. Pete, are you there? Is there an easy way to save an iBug Zoom link so I don't have to search for it every time I need it? I'm going to share two techniques that I use. The first one will deal with copying an iBug Zoom link from an email. I'll open my mail app. Mail, inbox, IBUG today, it's IBUG apostrophe S life. And here's it's iBugs life. I'll open the email, go down. Join the Zoom meeting. Join Zoom meeting. HTTPS slash slash zoom dot US slash J slash. I will use a three finger quadruple tap. Copy the last spoken voiceover phrase to our clipboard. HTTPS colon slash zoom dot US. Now we're going to create a new contact and we'll do that by going to our phone app. Phone. We want to go to the tab marked contacts. Contacts. Tab. Single finger double tap. Contacts. And here we are in our contacts. We want to add a new contact. Add button. Text field is editing. First name. I'll dictate iBug Zoom. Zoom. Clear text. Last name. Ibug. And I dictated the two words in that order, so this particular listing will fall under the I in the alphabetical search. Now the next thing I need is to look for the URL. Company. Add URL. Button. URL. I'll turn my rotor to edit. Edit. And paste. Paste. HTTPS slash slash zoom dot US slash J slash. And then the done button. Done. Button. Now let's see how this works. Contacts. Heading. And I want to go down the section index to the letter I. Section index. Adjustable. <coughs> I. Selected. iBug. Zoom iBug. Actions available. Now I'll just keep flicking to the home page field and we should see our link there. <coughs> home page. HTTPS slash slash zoom dot US slash J slash. Single finger double tap. IBUG Today's Personal Meeting Room. Waiting for the host to start this meeting. In progress. Cancel. Button. Leave meeting. Button. And there we have it. We have successfully created a contact. So whenever we want to access any of the iBug events, all we need to do is go to either our phone app and go to the Contacts tab, or we can go to the Contacts app itself. Easy peasy. Now my next option is to save the link from the iBugToday.org website and then paste it into an email. We'll move to our Safari app. Safari address iBugToday.com Single finger double tap. The iOS groups feature will then take me to the Zoom link. So let's go there quickly, shall we? iOS groups link. Mondays 7 to 9 p.m. CT. Where? 
virtual on our Zoom conference platform. See Zoom link below. And through our editing magic to join the Zoom conference, HTTPS slash slash zoom dot us slash j slash link. Now this time, instead of doing our three finger quadruple tap to copy the link to the clipboard, we'll try another handy gesture, the context menu, also accomplished by performing a single finger double tap and hold or a single finger triple tap. We'll do the single finger triple tap. Open button. And here comes our context menu. Open a new tab. Button. Open in tab group. Button. Open in zoom. Button. Add to reading list. Button. Copy link. Button. And that's the option we'll select now. Now we have copied that link to our clipboard. I want to paste it to a fresh email. So let's use our app switcher and fly on over to our mail app. Mail. Let's head on down to the bottom of our screen and look for the Compose button. Toolbar. Compose button. There it is. Single finger double tap. Two. Text field is editing. Pete Lane at gmail.com. Subject. iBug Zoom link. Message content. Message body. Let's turn our rotor and find the paste option. Paste. Single finger double tap. HTTPS. Slash slash zoom dot us slash j slash. We have our zoom link embedded in the body of the email. Look for the send button. Send button. And let it rip. We'll go to our inbox and test that link. Gmail. One unread message. Pete Lang. iBug zoom link. 10 18 a.m. And there it is. Single finger double tap. Join our cloud HD video meeting. Zoom dot us button link. And there's our zoom link. Single finger double tap. Waiting ellipsis. IBUG Today's Personal Meeting Room. Waiting for the host to start this meeting in progress. And that should sound familiar. Our job is over. Let's bail out here. Leave meeting button. All right. Very cool. Yes, we definitely entertain that question quite frequently. So thank you, Pete. So we're going to open it up. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Hang on. Cool. Questions. Those were just two of the options, the techniques that I use. Uh, we've heard many others, actually, over the course of the weeks in this forum, as a matter of fact. All right. Anybody have a question for Pete? This is Marcia. Yes, ma'am. Um, in the ACB, I like to go to the Braille room. And, and I asked the lady to send me the link. And she just said sent me a link that says join in zoom and when i click on that i could go there but i wanted to try to get the link permanently and i tried to copy and it just puts join in room so i didn't know how to make that join in room to show as an http do you know anything about that so you wanted it to appear in your zoom app permanently I well, to, I wanted to copy it. I wanted to put Braille, you know, I wanted to have that link in contact so I could go to it anytime. But when she sent it to me, just she just sent it to me as the join in Zoom. Go ahead, Brad. She should be able to do like you did, Pete, when you went to the iBug website and you went to the https link mm -hmm. when somebody sends you a link what they've done see the the link actual link is 
the, the URL is hidden. But yes. that is that is she has made that a link. So if you do like Pete did and do that uh what do you do, Pete? Uh single either a single finger double tap and hold or a single finger triple tap. Yeah. And that will open that context menu <clears> like <throat> he did, and then you will find an item in that context menu like Pete did was copy link. And then that will actually copy the link that is within that. Um, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. And it'll copy the URL and you mm -hmm. should be able to go someplace like creating a contact like Pete did or in an email and um, paste it. Now you put that in an email, right, Pete? You know, on your, I did both I, on that second on, one. On your yes. iPhone. When you put, because yes. mm -hmm. what I'm finding nowadays on um, the latest um, um, iOS on, um, and I believe it does on the, on the, on, on the iPhone. I know it does on Mac. It hides the links. Yeah. And I can't find out how to turn that off. But uh, if you paste it into like Pete created a contact, it will certainly paste the URL in there and you'll see, you know, you'll be able to read the whole HTTPS URL. Try this that. That should do it. Thank you. This is Chanel. Yes, Chanel. Yeah, I just went to one of those emails. Um, I know kind of what Marsha is talking about. And if you one finger triple tap on a link or some people one finger double tap and hold, but mm. I like the, the triple tap, just me mm. personally. It but, is um, easier. It is a little bit easier for my fingers, at least. Um, I So then it it brings up like a preview. And if you flick right, there's an item like it'll say open in Safari. And then if you keep going, there's something that says copy link. And if you do that, then that should be what you need to put in your contact card. Marcia, is that ultimately where you'd like to put it in your contacts? Yeah, so that so that every week on Saturday I mm -hmm. could just go to mm -hmm. the Braille Room Saturday link and then yep. go down to the URL and click on it. That's it, exactly right. Then Chanel was right, and actually the copy link is the last option. You once you've okay, done your sorry. triple, your single finger triple tap, you have that is your context menu. Remember, um, Maria demonstrated it a few weeks here. A few weeks ago. But then if you flick to the right with one finger, the very last option is copy link. Do a single finger ding, double tap and that, yeah, single finger double tap and that'll copy it to your clipboard. Then you go over to your contacts, um, create a new contact, which is add at the top of the screen. And then you, you take it down to where it says URL. And then if you double tap on URL, you'll have an open text field, then turn your rotor to um, edit, and then flick up until you hit paste, single uh -huh. finger double tap, and it pastes it in there. And that's a, a really good quick access. And I think I'm going to use that. The reason I demonstrated, by the way, um, d pasting it into an email is because I often don't even need to do that because I've always got an iBug email laying around. <laughs> there, you know, there's so many iBug emails announcing an upcoming event. Uh, for instance, in this demonstration, as I recorded it, there was one coming up for It's iBug's Life. And I just happened to have it in my inbox. So there's so, 
ubiquitous. You know, they're, they're all over the place. So I just open one of those and flick down and usually tap on that link. And it works for, you know, when I'm at eight o'clock and I'm trying to get into the iBug buzz, it's right there. But the contacts uh, technique is a really good one. And it's a permanent fixture that will stay there. So give that one a try. Thank you, Chanel. All right. Yes, ma'am. Just real quick. Yeah, some links are not, they don't show the full HTTP like Marsha was talking about. You know, iBug mm -hmm. links do, but a lot of links are kind of, you know, or don't. So that's just a way to get the HT, to get the full URL out of there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yep. exactly. Okay, uh, thanks, guys. Anybody else with a quick question? This, uh, yeah. this yeah, is Ed. This is Jerry. Oh, okay. Ed and then Jerry. Go, Ed. Oh, uh, just. Just about what you're doing there, is there not, when you get an email, is there not, if you go swipe to the right in that email, is there not a place in there that opens up, and I don't know, I don't know if it's under more or what, but that says add, contact, add to contact or open new contact in relation to that email? Mm, I don't think so. Does anybody know? And I did try the three finger or the single finger triple tap on the link I, in the email and it did not work. I had to I've, do the uh, save to the clipboard last spoken I, phrase. I've seen it before, but I don't know whether I had to enter the email into a folder before it would do that or whether mm. you could do it just as it's coming in. This I is think Sandia. you had it. Yes, Sandia. So, so yeah, you, there is a thing about adding a contact, but we, you're not trying to add the email from iBug to a contact. You're trying to add the Zoom link to a contact. Right. So that exactly. is what Pete was demonstrating. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's definitely a add add this email to your contacts. And that's so, the email address. Oh, but the top of the email. you don't want to do that. Okay. All right, let's go to Jerry. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I just I just had a, a curious question. That was a great presentation, Pete. Uh, but uh, how do you do that slide whistle thing? It's a uh, some sound effects I've cat I've collected over the years, and, oh, and podcasting. Cool. Yeah, they're all over the place. YouTube's a good spot. Just go and search for sound effects and slide whistles all over the place. <laughs> this is Shree. Okay. Thanks. Okay, go on. Anybody else? Okay, Shree, go. Yeah, you know one thing I haven't tried it with these, uh, but usually on the on a link, if you do the quick note, typically when you on a link and you send, send it to a quick note, it usually copies the URL and pastes on the quick note. Hmm. Well, you, you're talking about uh, the three finger quadruple tap from the email to grab the link. Uh, well, usually um, it's been a while since I tried this, but I know that if you go to a link and you tell it to copy to a quick note, not a note, a quick note, hmm. it copies that link and pastes it, paste it in the quick note. But okay. I'll try one that has like what uh, what the Chanel was talking about, where there's a URL right. that doesn't have the. It, it's hidden. I'm going to try it to see if the Quick Note brings up the URL. Does the Quick Note reside in the Notes app? It's a separate app. Separate app. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it would it's be one a, of the, permanent, believe, a permanent fixture there too. Yeah, I believe it's it's one of the features that came with iOS 16 was the Quick Note. Great. Okay. Well, thanks all everybody. Right. Appreciate it. Sandy, hey, all yours. Pete. Very good. Yes, all right, now back to our questions. Anybody who did not have a chance during the first half, love to hear from you. Anybody with a new question? Miss Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. 
<laughs> um, sorry, I keep have a tickly throat. Up. I don't get excited <laughs> Can, here. Okay, I do. Can anybody recommend a karaoke app that works with voiceover? When you go to the, you know, the app store, there's so many millions of apps on, and I'm not sure. Uh, I think what I want to be able to do is look up. A, you know, look up a certain song and then just get the karaoke part and maybe be able to make. Uh-oh, fading out. Do the songs that you want, are they, is it that determined by the app that you pick? Like, do certain apps only do certain kinds of songs? All right. First of all, I guess your question is, first the question is, are there accessible karaoke are there are there regular karaoke apps? I guess so, right? Yeah, okay. there are. Okay, so anybody know about an accessible one? This is Herbie. Go, Herbie. So there are several ways of accessibly doing karaoke. First of all, an app that is pretty popular is called Smule. I forget if it's S-M-U-E-L or L-E. And that one will let you post to... Uh, like Facebook and YouTube and whatnot. Um, and like, it'll let you post links that you can sing with people. You can do, um, you know, like you can do the solo. I think you can adjust the key. And uh, I've seen that app demoed before, and it's pretty cool. So that is an accessible one. There's also ways you can do karaoke, like with an app like uh, Backpack Studio, and you get the karaoke tra- tracks from elsewhere. And then you can record yourself singing with the uh, song. I believe Hocus AI is another app that's good for that type of thing. So there are definitely several options out there. This is Dave. Go ahead. I believe that Apple Music introduced uh, some kind of feature where you can sing along to music. I haven't tried it out. I, I don't. I don't subscribe to Apple Music, but it, they made a, kind of a big deal about it from you know, an announcement. So you might check that out. I think it's a feature you can get within Apple Music. This is Kathy. But Go ahead, then you'd have to then you'd have to pay for Apple Music. Like Yeah, she would have to be a subscriber, I suppose. You could do like the free yeah. trial, I guess, and, and play with it. This, uh, this lo- is her- by the way, a lot of these oh, uh, karaoke's you're gonna be limited to um certain tracks, you know, they're only gonna give you certain tracks for, for free. So you're learning the licensing issues and all that. So if you really want to get into it, you're gonna have to probably shell out some money just to be honest right all right anybody else final thoughts this is pete go pete you know you can go on it's not an app so it doesn't have that structure you know where you can sing and it and it provides for recording and like herbie said changing keys which sounds really cool but you can go on youtube and and listen to just type in karaoke music and you can even name your 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 group your artist your your track whatever you want it's again it's not a structured app but it would at least give you the backing track if you wanted to sing around just to play with it Okay. And this is Herbie with one more thing real quick. Go ahead. So the difference between like the Apple Music and YouTube method versus uh, what I mentioned earlier is like those you can't like record yourself with. So so depending on what you're wanting to do will depend. But I have actually definitely used the uh, karaoke. 
I've played with the karaoke feature on Apple Music. It's pretty cool, and you find it if you get a song playing. For those of you that do have Apple Music, and you double tap like that, um, you know, song, the song title to the next left of the play button, um, you'll see the option in there to like reduce the vocals and whatnot. And it's pretty cool, but uh, you can't record yourself that way. Okay, very good. And all right, thank you, Kathy. All right, who else? New questions? Someone has another turn? Linda. Go ahead, Linda. What is the difference between the Notes app and Quick Notes? Ah, good question. Who would like to tackle that? The difference between Notes and Quick this Notes. Is Brad. Go, Brad. I don't think there is a difference. A Quick Note is a way to open a new note quickly. In the Notes app. They're not separate apps as far as I'm aware. The Quick Notes feature started in, uh, I think, iOS 15. Yeah, that sounds right. And it's desktop counterpart. Okay. All right. Thank you, Brad. This is Shree. Go, Shree. I think on the phone, I actually looked for... uh, Quick notes. And it gave me a separate separate screen that came up. This is Brad. Maybe a separate screen, but it creates a note in the notes app. I don't think so. Because the link that I created didn't show up in the notes app. It just stayed in Quick Notes. Check your notes. It's another folder in the notes app called Quick Notes. Okay. All right. I'll have to check it out. I still need to learn how to send make folders. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Good question, Linda. All right. Who else? Hi, there's Brian. Go ahead, Brian. I have a question. Well, I've been working on uh, Safari with Greg, and um, it's fun on the iPhone. There's, I already see some great possibilities, but I'm a little confused about, well, I don't really see the distinction and don't know how to use the the favorites versus bookmarks uh, in meaningful ways. I, I see them both and then I lose favorites and I think, where did I, where did that go? And so maybe keeping track of both of them and how do they differ so they can use one or the other. All right. Who would like to talk about that? The difference between favorites and bookmarks. Yes. Anybody? I think, uh, well, I think what it is is, Brian, you, you create your bookmarks and then certain ones you can, you know, it's just like a category, just like uh, a category of your bookmarks or favorites. And then you can go to the, I think those tend to be, you know, hot, well, uh, they can be in folders or they can be wherever you want them, but that's just like a categorization of your bookmarks. But if anybody else wants to talk about it, please let me know. This is Brad. Brad. Yeah, favorites is a folder in bookmarks. And, you know, you get to bookmarks by selecting the tab across the bottom of the page. Uh, But when things are in the favorites, when you first open Safari, you should see little, um, well, there are, whether you see them or not, there are um, icons 
on the screen, similar to, you know, it's kind of like the, your home screen on the iPhone. They're little links and they're little icons. So when you first open Safari, there are your favorites. And there may be a setting in Safari settings, whether or not that's what, you know, you want to show on your, um, on, on the Safari screen when you first open it. But that was, it's a way to quickly access bookmarks that you have saved as favorites. All right. Thank you, Brad. Great question, Brian. Wondered the same thing. Okay. Who's next? New question. Who would like to go? When Nikki has a comment, but I don't have a question. Can I do All that? All right. What is your comment? Go ahead. With the, the new iOS, I guess, you can unsend a text or an email, which I love because I'm always making mistakes when I'm using, you know, my yeah. texting stuff. And then I realize I made a mistake and I can unsend it now and get it right. <laughs> so I yeah. love that feature because I'm usually complaining about everything. So this is really something good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. We have enjoyed that feature. All right. Who else? This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Um, when I want to forward an email uh, in iOS 15 or 16, actually, depending on which phone I'm using, when I want to forward an email to somebody, in order to uh, actually, and, and let's say I want to type a message at the top of that email before I forward it, in order to get that edit field to open, I have to double tap on the subject line first and open th that edit field and then swipe to the right and and then I can open the edit field in the body of the message and type in whatever I want above the email that I'm forwarding. And I'm wondering if anybody else has had that problem or is it a bug or it's, I've had this problem for a long time. This is Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Um, I forward, I bug the iBug message on when I get it to somebody and I have no problems. I just, I just toggle over to more. I open more. It says forward. I hit forward. I toggle over to where it says to, I entered the email address. I toggle over to subject and it'll say in subject, I bug movie. And I'll just go past it to body and double tap there. And it'll, and you can type your message in and then, when you finish your message, you just go back and hit forward and it goes or send and it, it goes. Hey, this is Pete. Go Pete. Ed, uh, you're speaking about an email and I believe Terry was speaking of a message. This is Terry. Sorry. I thought you said email. Yeah. This is Terry. I oh, did Terry. say email. You yeah. did say email. My apologies. Yeah, I did. Okay. At least I hope so. Yeah, that's you where did. the you problem did. is. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, and Sorry. I've had that same issue. Anybody else suggestions? This is Trey. Go ahead. Natarian, do you have an auto signature on your email? I'm sorry. Do you have an auto signature in the body of your email? Um 
you know, it's just like, you know, yes, best regards, sent, Terry. Sent from my iPhone or something. Right, right, like. right. Yes. So when you do a one finger double tap, does it tell you that the insertion point is in front or at the end? No, not unless I've double tapped on the um, subject line first. Hmm. This is doing it in both 16 and 15? Yes. Okay. All right. Anybody? Otherwise, we'll move on. Not sure. Probably a bug, but I've had that okay. issue. Yeah, this is Jody. I've, oh. I haven't had that problem. I just tap in the in the body of the message. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you. Who else? Do you question? All right. I have a question. It's driving me crazy. So we're, you know, starting to use WhatsApp. You know why? So now it says you've got all these people in this group. And then it says, so, you know, you know, the phone number. No, it's all, it'll say like, maybe, uh, maybe Mina and then blah, 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 the phone number. So how do I get rid of the maybe? Do I, how do I, do I need to add them to the contact? Do I create a contact? Is it, I mean, I this don't know. How Chanel. does it know that it is a contact? This is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. Yeah, that's the only way I've gotten. Cause yeah, we're in a, Harvey and I are in a couple of WhatsApp groups and there's, it'll say yeah, the long phone number and then, and maybe or whatever. Yeah. And you have to flick up or down. I don't remember which way is faster, but eventually you'll get there. You'll get through a whole bunch of options and finally you'll find add to contacts. Uh, and, oh, so um, I, can do it. I can do it within the app there, within yeah. WhatsApp. And this is yeah. Herbie. Oh, okay, go ahead, Herbie. One thing you do need to know about that method, though, is what it's going to do is put the person's full name in the first name field. So I have to copy out the last name and, you know, and, and we'll cut it out and copy it over to the last name field because I'd want it to read normally so that that's the only disadvantage but yes this you do Chanel. okay yeah. go Chanel yeah I was actually going to mention that little tidbit but that's okay yes you have to do that that's just, well, the one minor annoyance but otherwise it really helps yeah <laughs> thank you yep all right all right who's next thank y'all it's driving me crazy <laughs> okay who'd like to go New question, new problem. Anybody, even if you've already asked a question. Actually, this is Ed. Go ahead. Just a comment on the uh, on the email thing. Um, I remember sometimes I'll have an issue with doing a forward. But if I um, if I get the email in and I read it uh, and enter it into a folder or or hit is it initiate you have to you have to like do more than just open it uh, uh -huh. if you don't sometimes when you try and forward it it jumps all over the place it doesn't know what to do um, so what I do to eliminate that problem is I enter it into a folder. And then I go into the folder and I open it, and and then I don't have any problems. Oh, you understand okay. what I, you know? Okay. Very cool. Thank, Thank you. Ed. Bye. Bye. Lots of different ways. All right. Who else? Who else? This is Marcia. Go ahead. A lady sent me her email, but I. 
I know Greg taught me if some if, if I get a text and it has a number on there to flick left and flick right and how to save it. But this lady just it just said her name at the t- at, you know when I got the text and she put her email in the body of the text and I didn't know how to save it. Is that you know I, I mean it, it would read the email and it'd go right by that email. Uh, number and I couldn't do, do I pause it so that I can copy it or what happens okay so just hold on so you're in it you received a text message yes with an email address in it she she you know I told her I couldn't send her my note because I didn't have her email so she sends me a text and says here's my email okay Okay. But um, it because okay, so you want to create, you want to copy that email, right? That's what you want to yes, do. Yes, but it's but it's not at the top. It's all right. Okay, all right. Who great. wants to help Marsha out with this? To select Isn't that, Brad? go, Brad. Uh, go to the text that contains the email. Use your rotor. Go to links because it'll treat that email like a link. Then flick down or up depends on if you're at the you know yeah just touch the email go to link flip, flick down because it'll assume you're at the top when you find it you can do one of two things you can do like pete was doing with the url you can do a three finger quadruple tap to copy it to clipboard or uh, the one finger triple tap that'll open the context menu and it may say copy link or copy and now you've got it on your clipboard and if you already have that person in your contacts you can then go to that contact and you should find a field or add email address and you could double tap on it use your rotor to go to edit and then flick down to paste and paste it in and now you've got it in the contacts this is my Go ahead. And that, and do I have to let the email read till it gets to the? No, link? no. The iPhone is fast. It copied it instantly, and it has to sit there, and, and it takes the time to read it to you. But it's a computer. It works in nanoseconds. It copied it instantly. So you it do knows, not have to wait for it to read it to you. It it knows how to find it within that. Body. Well, you used your rotor mm-hmm. and you went to links. Okay. And then you went down. If there's more than one link, mm-hmm. you might have to flick down until you get to it. More yeah, than one that- link, more than one email. But it will treat the email address as a link. And assuming that that's the only link in that particular message, you know, you know, individual message within the conversation, nice. you'll land on it. And then you do one of any number of methods to copy it to the clipboard. Mm-hmm. And now it's on your clipboard. Okay. You can always just go to email and create a new email and paste that in the to field. And then worry about adding it to your contacts later. But nice. once it's on your clipboard, you can do whatever you want to do with it. Okay. All right. This is Pete. Great. Great. Go, Pete. Brad, I was wondering if when, when you're in your links, um, rotor, uh, 
and you flick down and, and you get to the email address in the embedded in the text. Can you just do a single finger triple tap right on that? Or did you, is that what you were saying? And that will copy yes, it and you'll I have said. your same options. Use, any, menu. use yeah. any one of a number of methods to copy right. it to the clipboard. Either you the, can do the like three you said, finger single quad finger or triple the, tap. I tend to do a three finger <clears throat> quadruple tap just because that's what I've been doing. Yeah. It's, yeah, Boom, it's and that'll put it on, on your clipboard. clipboard. But yeah, there's yeah. any number of way. Okay, very good. Thank you. Great question, Marsha. Good job. All right, who else? New question. This is Terry with just a comment about that. Go ahead. If Whenever you copy something to your clipboard, uh, unless you have your phone set to do differently, you have to remember to paste that item wherever you want to paste it before you copy something else to your clipboard or right. you've lost the first thing that you copied there. Exactly. Okay. I've Good point. Known to do that. We've all done that. Okay. Next. Who else? New question. Comments. All right. One more question here. I was trying to take a picture of something and I somehow got into a burst and it went, you know, like I can't even do it. It was just like went so fast. It probably took like 80 pictures of my knee or something. I don't know what it took pictures of, but how do I get rid of those without selecting all 80 or is that the only way? 80. <laughs> wow. Anybody? Yeah, just I couldn't stop it. That's the other thing. When you get into the burst, you cannot, it's so hard to stop. Okay, maybe not. Machine gun mode. Nobody. Yeah, you're the professional photographer and the model. <laughs> I'll have to go and figure it out. And let I didn't know it. it did 80. I thought maybe eight. <laughs> no, it goes really fast. Whoa. All right. All right, who else? Jody? Go ahead. Yeah, if theoretically, you could probably select all of the items with the same timestamp or the same date and then delete them as a group. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I'm hoping. This is Shree. Yeah. Go, Shree. Did you check to see if uh, it shows up as duplicates since you did a burst? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I can try that. But they're not duplicates. They're one taken after the other. Sorry, what, Brad? But they're not duplicates. They're one ticket after the other. Yeah. Like but a machine they... gun. Ba, 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 ba. It just yeah. Them. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. Find out. Check it out. All right. Who else? Yeah, All kinds of weird it, things happening. This, this is Marsha. I got one more of this. Okay. Can you get a little closer so we can hear you a little uh, better? You're a little bit far. Is this better? Yeah. A little. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I'm not sure what I okay, how I'm recording. Um, I have a friend who's in the hospital, and they they gave gave me a number that is his room. I will only be using it for a few days, and I wanted to copy that, so, and but not necessarily make it a contact, a permanent contact. And we talked tonight about the Quick Notes, and I have had Quick Notes, so. Would I use that link thing to 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 copy a phone number? Or All right. this is Terry. Go ahead. 
I, in theory, if it copied it as a link, yes, you, you most certainly could. And if you put it in your quick notes or your notes or wherever you put it, it will still be there till you remove it again at a later, you know, once you're no longer using it, either way, you're still going to have to eventually remove it, but you don't have to put it in your context. You can put it in wherever you have an edit field and just know that it's there. But yes, uh, if you can recognize that that phone number, if it shows up as a link, which in theory it should, you can do exactly the same thing. This is Pete. Copy and paste it over. Pete. Uh, Just another point, Marsha, once you've gotten it and called it once, you know, you'll pay you if, if you copy it, if you're able to copy it, you paste it into the keyboard um, text field at the top of the screen in the f- keyboards tab on your phone. Once you've dialed it, then it remains in your recents list, which oh. is another tab at the bottom of your phone screen. And then you just go to your le- recents list, single finger double tap on that phone number because you've called it once and it will automatically dial it again as many times as it's in there. Yay! And, call, and every time you call it, it moves to the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cool. All right, yep. very good. Okay, uh, we have time uh, for maybe one more question. Who else? I, I, this is Jerry from Vermont. Go I ahead, Jerry. I want to respond to your burst question. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can set that in, in the camera settings itself to to only only do single photos. Oh. I, I you know. I, I and so it won't do that thing. <laughs> yeah, know? that's and, the right sound. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I mean, looking, though, right? <laughs> I do know exactly what you mean, and I like it because I'm a lousy picture taker, and I, I want to get the best. It's supposed to take the best out of the eight or six or whatever it does. Well, how and, how do you get it to stop? That's the other I, question. I, this I, is true. You mean when it okay. starts? You, you, once it starts, you can't. It's going to just go and stop yeah, yeah. when uh, it's done. But if you want to, I think if you double tap on the, you know, take picture thing lightly, uh-huh. I think you almost have to hold to make it do that burst. Yes, I, I think I'm not sure I've inadvertently done. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Thank you, Jerry. No, yeah. So basically, if you hold the volume up or volume down, it's going to do a burst. Oh. Uh, but what you can also do is on the photo out in the photo library, if you swipe left till you pass all the tabs on the bottom and you'll get uh-huh. a date, you can flick up or down to do either, you know, a range. Right. And maybe you can find the date that you took those shots and then it should all be together. Yeah, that's what Jody was. Okay, I will look for those options. All right, peeps, we are basically wrapping up. Thank you, Pete, for helping me out tonight. My pleasure. Yes, it was fun. And uh, we would love to just quickly summarize what's happening this week. No clubhouse tomorrow because it's fifth Tuesday. Thursday is I've had Trekkie talk. Uh, Next Generation Season 6, Episodes 14 and 15. And then Friday night, I've been at the Retro Movies. You're watching a classic from 1946 called The Big Sleep with Humphrey Bogart and Lauren McCall. So that should be really good. And then it's uh, it's iBugs Unplugged on Saturday. 
two truths and a lie. Come and see, test us, test our knowledge of you and share some fun facts that we didn't know about. So please come for that. And we will basically be looking forward to seeing y'all next week. It'll be the beginning of June and probably be summarizing the WWDC event. So there'll be lots to discuss. So we hope to see you next week and have a great week in the interim. And again, uh, happy Memorial Day. And we will say goodnight. Thank you very much. Thanks to our bouncers. Good night. Thank you. All right. Good night. Take care. Bye, everybody. Be safe and stay well. Great questions. We really, that's what makes this call fun when everybody asks questions. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.